that some garbage at first person shooters on consoles because honestly don't know what to tell you to like start off because like yeah if we start with a start like a, a like, street fighter i like will star- beat the shit we need out to get you. like like star wars battlefront something along that fucking battlefront's an option be- i mean I don't know if it actually. I mean, it had. It's it'll run because it's a yeah, PS4 yeah. game, so yeah. it's backwards compatible. But like, friends too or something. Yeah, yeah. I know. I played a little bit of that with my uh, nephew, and he enjoyed it. I was. I, I was like, fine. Old school fucking Battlefront, like back when it came out, like fucking. I don't know. Was that like 15 years ago at this point? Oh yeah, the original. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. The one that everybody thought this was a sequel to. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. <laughs> uh, no, uh, but the only thing. What else was there? Oh, Star Wars Squadrons. But I don't know if you can dogfight in multiplayer. Although that would be Ooh, fucking be awesome. If you yeah. Could, yeah. Um, I don't know. It seems like something would be tough to do over network. Like, I don't know, might be better to do live on like a split screen sort of thing. But Possibly, but still, I mean, with gigabit internet and like sure. these things are fucking fast now. So we'll see true. what the online is like. But that's enough preamble. We got a minute out of that regardless. <laughs> so good on me. So welcome back, everybody, to a hopefully much shorter edition of Dance for Walk Dance this week. <laughs> Sorry, editing Mark. Oh fuck, editing Mark was like, I'm done with this podcast, and I'm gonna kill Tim the next time I see him physically, and I might kill Steven the next time I see him physically because it took <laughs> 20 hours to edit that fucking monster. Either way, uh, yeah, I'm here with Tim, so say hello. Hi, everybody. We're not reviewing a Superman movie this week, <laughs> so we'll get back to that horror next week. <laughs> Come on, it's it's gonna be better. It's almost done, you know what I mean? Like, it's, I'm it so is. happy. That I'm, I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah. So, how are you doing this week? Ah, uh, jeez. I don't know. Jealous. Jealous from what I, I, I am gathered. I am jealous and still just fucking like bored of being fucking stuck at home. The pandemic fatigue is setting in real fucking hard. Yeah. Yeah. Got, well, got a birthday coming up next month. And that's Jesus. true. <laughs> that's true. Your birthday is coming up. That, that sucks. I know the, uh, the COVID birthday wasn't a ton of fun. Yeah, so, that'll be my you know. second. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm hoping I fuck by the time they get to my next one. Especially if this is a big one for us. Like we are four yeah. old this year. Mm-hmm. Not being able to do part. I know because uh Eric's birthday announcement was like yesterday, like it was on Facebook. Today. And I was like, oh thank is it today? Yes. Yeah. So happy birthday, Eric, if you still listen to the podcast. Yeah. Um, I can't I can't understand why you would because we trash you constantly. But hey buddy, how's it going? <laughs> happy birthday. Uh yeah, Eric, we, we're all 40 this year. It's just like fuck, really? Yeah, like all old men now. How did that fucking happen? I don't know exactly, right? It's like, why is anybody listening to this podcast? Our opinions matter for shit. We're forty-year-old white men, like nobody. Yeah, we're out of the demographic now. Yeah, oh yeah, we are actually. We're out of the demo. The key demo. We're gone now. Yep. that's too bad. And I'll, I'll, they all want the fifty to sixty-fives now because they've got the money. They're the only ones who have money left. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's get to the news then. I'm going to start at least interesting and go work my way. <laughs> in a direction i guess first one kevin smith's new movie apparently is going to be sold as an nft um we've talked about cryptocurrency and nfts and all this horse shit the last couple of weeks because i was looking at it as an art thing literally the second i went to go post mine the entire fucking market crashed so i was like well please didn't have to ruin my reputation so i guess that's cool <laughs> but i guess kevin smith decided that he's going to do that with his next horror movie yeah sure no it's 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 like that Wu Tang record that we never got to hear because of this shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Like fucking, I want that Wu Tang pharma bro, <laughs> fucking sitting on it, and while he's in, somebody should go steal it from him while he's in. Prison. Somebody should go beat his ass and fucking take it is what they should do. Because <laughs> like, why is who? I, I I can't. I just can't fathom Method and Red just being like, no, let's just sell it to one dude as opposed to letting everybody hear a new yeah. Wu Tang album. But either way, uh, the whole NFT thing to me, you know, having sort of looked into it a bit here and there just is now seeming like 
just another fucking thing for people with way too much money to blow that money on instead of, you know, things that are useful and the fucking like blockchain that is needed to support it is fucking terrible for the climate too. Like it's a massive drain on, uh, on like, uh, power resources and power. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta run those graphics cards a lot to run that blockchain. I don't know. Run them hot, run them hot. So I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm hoping we get to see this because, Kevin Smith in horror. The last time he did horror was like probably arguably one of his best movies in Red State. State. Uh, I fucking love Red State. So what was Red State before Tusk or after? Yes. Red Tusk was like where Tusk happened. Basically like Red State was kind of, um, he got so shit on for Red State that he just decided to go away. And then when he came back, he did like Tusk and yoga hosers. Right. So like ostensibly Red State was kind of the beginning of the end, but it's like one of his best movies. Arguably his best, like non universe. Yeah, like if you were if you were to take the Ask Universe out of it and just be like, hey, what's his best like regular movie? I'd be like, yeah, probably Red State. Like to mm-hmm. the regular person, yeah. Red State would be the most accessible, probably. Plus, John Goodman, just everywhere in that movie, so fucking good. So, yeah. what are you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, th- this is weird because well, I mean, whoever buys this could like sit on it forever and not release it to anybody, or they could monetize it and publish it themselves. They yeah. could fucking sell it to a production company. A production company could fucking buy it straight up. It'll be yeah, absolutely inter- interesting to see what happens. I don't see any studios ponying up for a Kevin Smith joint in the next <laughs> little while. Sadly, I feel bad for the guy, but I don't think movies are like really his thing anymore. But somebody's you know. paying him to make Clerks Three right now. Yeah, I don't know how they ended up getting that done. Foreign investors, probably, but yeah, whatever. I'll take Clerks 3 if it means we're getting Clerks 3. So there you go. We talked, I think, a little while ago about Helen Mirren joining Shazam. We've got a new casting in that movie. Lucy Liu is joining the cast as one of the bad guys. I mean, Lucy Liu's awesome, so we'll see where this goes. They didn't say who she's going to be, though, did they? It said something about her playing a villainous role. Like, she was going to be on the the other side, I think. Hold on. Where's the story? Yeah, and so so was Helen Mirren. So, like, so Helen Mirren is playing Hespera, who's the like just made up character, not from the books. Calypso? Calypso. Hecuba will be lent of a hand by her sister Calypso. There is a Calypso in DC, isn't there? Oh no, sorry, that's Marvel. Never mind, never mind. There is not. Well there I mean there is like the the Calyp there's like the this is Calypso with a K and a Y. Uh but I mean there's like I think there's like straight up like mythological Calypso in the DCU that pops up in the Wonder Woman space sometimes. If I'm remembering right. Fair enough. Uh, Shazam know. two is due out June twenty June second two thousand twenty three. So yeah, they got it's... lots of time to figure this shit out. <laughs> More casting news: Indiana Jones five continues to try to make me want to watch it and just and just baffle honestly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they're doing at this point, but like, I mean, you've already got James Mangold in there directing it, which is like, wait, I'm gonna watch this regardless because he's directing it, and then. Um, last week, I don't know if we brought it up, but they said they were adding uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. That happened after after we recorded. Did it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that that's the that was the big casting news for this movie last week. The big casting news for this movie today is that Mads Mikkelsen will be joining the film. Which, fuck yeah, Mads Mikkelsen just should be in everything because he's fucking <laughs> awesome. So like, if he's gonna be the villain, actually, you know what? If he's not the villain, I'm gonna be pissed off because he should be the villain in this movie. Because why the fuck would you not have the best villain actor? going right now be indiana jones's last bad guy that'd be great well i mean they, they haven't necessarily said that he's going to be the villain in the piece but uh i, I, I mean be surprised if, so yeah. like- <laughs> he would he, i was saying in the chat earlier he would definitely strike a very imposing nazi or like you know 
post-Nazi kind of thing, because it's going to have to be set in like the 60s or 70s. Because yeah. Indy 4 was set in the like late 50s, was it? Mid to late 50s, yeah, if I'm yeah. remembering correctly. I've only seen that movie twice. Yeah. I just remember like Shia LaBeouf's character, I can't remember what his name is, June... Mutt. Yeah, Mutt was like a greaser, so like, yes. that fit in the 50s thing, so... Yeah, yeah, it was it was Russians at Cold War and fifties greasers and stuff was that yeah. movie. So I'm assuming the next one will move into the sixties. I guess they're not going to bring Shia LaBeouf back. Fucking hope not at this point because he's, he's pretty, pretty toxic, toxic right now. Yeah. So um, hopefully it's just Harrison. And if they're going to bring Karen Allen back, I guess for another round and just nice. wrap up the movies, yeah. get it done. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, Indiana Jones apparently is coming out in 2022. July 29th. We'll see if that actually. Yeah, you know, geez. When they haven't even started filming it yet. And yeah, I don't know if there's a script it. finished yet or not. I don't know. I don't remember seeing anything about yeah, that. I, I mean, Luke, Lucasfilm tends to play that shit close to the, pretty close to the chest, anyways. Yes. And then and now this is Disney Lucasfilm, which yeah. is like going to be twice as bad. So there was one last announcement we missed for Star Trek last week. Apparently, Paramount has announced that, like, in the while they were reshuffling their, their movie dates because of COVID. Uh, they've announced that there is a new Star Trek movie set for June 9th, 2023. This is apparently, we're, we're back to Chris Pine-led going out in the Enterprise thing, uh, produced by J.J. Abrams and written by somebody else in his team. Kalinda Vasquez. Kalinda Vasquez, that's what, like, what are She's she's uh, from Disco. She's a producer and writer. Yeah, she was a writer from Disco. There it is. Sorry, I lost it in the fucking story. But yeah, so Kalinda Vasquez, a producer and writer on Star Trek Discovery, with J.J. Abrams set to produce... I hope he doesn't, I mean, just get James Wan back to direct it because he did a fucking fantastic job on Beyond. So, you know, like, let's do that again. I don't know anymore what they're doing with these movies. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Honestly, I would take another one of these Kelvinverse movies because I fucking love this cast at the very least, you know what I mean? Versus anything that we're getting from CBS All Access right now. True. Very so, true. I don't know. I don't know. There was something else I forgot. I neglected to put into the news, and now I got to go look it up because I can't remember <laughs> it, what we, we should probably talk about. Oh, yeah. So last week on Batman Beyond, which is Kevin Smith's weekly news podcast, where it's basically a famous person doing exactly the same thing that we're doing right now, uh, as opposed to us, not famous people, but you know, Kevin Smith, it's cool. Um, he had comic book author extraordinaire Ed Brubacher on last week mm. to talk about winter soldier and well falcon and winter soldier the show and it like kind of became a news story about how he barely benefited from creating the winter soldier for how much use marvel's gotten out of that character yeah which is not surprising this is a work for hire industry and all that kind of stuff but i kind of agree with the sentiment that was on that show where it's like they're making billions of dollars like do you really want the creators of these fucking characters to be pissed at you and going on podcasts and twitter and saying how you got fuck all like just give them some goddamn scratch disney you're making trillions of dollars on this horse shit you know what i mean i think he was saying like he makes more money off uh his his, cameo the cameo that he did in um was it civil war no winter soldier Soldier? yeah then he then he fucking like makes on any residuals for like fucking creating that character which is just like which which, i mean it's shitty i mean it's the way it works but it's just shitty well, and you'd think like over the past, whatever it is, like 10 or 15 years where like there have been so many stories about like uh, oh people God, like people Superman like Jack story, Kirby like, and, and, and yeah, and, and Siegel and Schuster or, or well, yeah, Schuster in particular and and fucking like Bob Kane and shit like that. Like people not getting well, more like Bill, Bill Finger, Finger, Bill Finger yeah. getting proper credit and stuff like yeah, that. Like, like people that's not getting credit. 
like credit, let alone fucking money hey. for yeah, yeah, yeah for like the the massive amount of views that their characters have gotten in later yeah. years. And so, especially like it's like look how big Winter Soldier is now. Like he's got a show named after him and stuff. You'd think they'd be like, maybe we should cut Brubacher a check just because. Why would you not want Brubacher like just happy with your thing? Mm. So he might come back and do more work for you. He's one of the best writers they've ever had work at Marvel in the last 20 years. So like, well, that, and that sort of don't shit burn is, that bridge boys. Like it's so dumb. Yeah. And that is definitely driving like good creators away from the big two from DC and Marvel, right? Like the work for hire, like, yeah. Like people like, uh, you know, like Kurt Busiek going off and doing his Astro City. Oh, it's been happening for fucking two decades, man. Like it's been brutal. Like you don't, that's why you don't see, like, that's why we were talking last week about Malar world and how he is able to poach like, the triple a cream of the crop artists, like your Eminens, your McNivens, your like quite Lee's, your hitches, like all these like fucking triple a yeah. pencilers, right? Like the best artists in the industry. None of them are working for Marvel or DC right now. They're all working for Mark Millar. Cause he pays them better, gives them residuals and they get a yeah. cut of the movie when it comes out. So like, if you're looking at like, Oh, I, I I've got Mark Millar calling me or I've got DC calling me. Mark Muller's got a Netflix deal that's probably going to be worth three, four million dollars to you in the next couple of years. Whereas DC, you're going to get paid what you get paid for your page rate, and you're going to get fucking nothing after that, right? You might get some trade residuals and stuff because their publishing is apparently better. But holy shit, yeah. like that sucks. Like go work for Mark Millar. <laughs> so I don't, know. I don't know. It's just a bummer, like hearing these creators that like created these characters that we are obviously enjoying in multiple formats, not getting their, or at least feeling like they're not getting their just due for creating those characters like the the sweat equity they put into those yeah. books like he wrote that cap book for fucking <laughs> eight years and they have done nothing but pilfer from it like for his backstory and stuff since they started doing the marvel like the mcu movies like most of that's just kind of like right out of brubacher right because they did winter soldier and yeah the cap, you know, this the cap america stuff for sure yeah yeah it leads right into the brubacher stuff so i don't just i don't know Stop being shitty, guys. Pay the guys what they're fucking worth, what they want, you know? Especially when you use the characters like that. So. With, your, with your fucking billion-dollar movies. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, it's just like, it's not like we're asking, you know, Kevin Smith to break up a bunch of change for somebody. It's like, this is fucking Disney. It's like they can afford yeah. to, you know, cut Brubacher like a $50,000 check for whatever, right? Yeah, especially know. considering how much the fucking actors are getting paid to do those goddamn oh movies. My God. yeah absolutely all right that was all i had for the news this week i wanted to get through shit fast so uh you didn't want to talk about optimus figure oh well i mean like we can talk can't really about show it, it but yeah because we can't really show it but like if you go on the net lately and just search like uh robot optimus prime like moving or what i don't know how you would search that at transforming optimus prime yeah transforming optimus prime i mean they all transform tim it's just that it does it itself transforming transforming yeah, yeah exactly well no i mean it's not it's not a news story it's just like a curiosity right but it is really neat there's this cool like 700 it's gone viral though like i've seen like non like non-nerd people like posting about it like people that clearly you know like were transformers fans in their youth kind of thing and are yeah. now being like holy shit this takes me back kind of thing Oh man, I want one so bad. Like it's the coolest fucking thing. Like when you see You're it actually like shit. Oh, I know. I'm sure they are. Uh, I'm hoping they'll do another run around Christmas and I can like snag one or something, or I'll be able to pick one up at a con probably. Like when we get that gets going again. So that's yeah. always one of those things that I like to do is go to cons and grab that kind of stuff because they'll give it to you for not much more than list kind of thing, right? Like they're not gonna hassle mm-hmm. you too much. It's not like eBay where you're like that's gonna be a fifteen hundred dollar piece of kit yeah. as of tonight probably. Thing fucking looks just amazing. Oh, it's uh, so great. 
it's, it's big gorgeous. too like it's like 18 inches tall like it yeah. transforms like without any assistance like it's completely voice activated does it do the reverse transformation automatically as well or do you I have believe or, so or no? yeah yeah i have that, that i've only seen video of it doing the truck to bot transformation i haven't seen it go in the other direction so i've been more con- no, I saw it go the other. I saw it go the other way on a YouTube video okay. that I was looking at. Yeah, there, I obviously I'm a little bit more inside the Transformers fan base than yeah. everybody else. So yeah, 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 especially when it comes to the toys and stuff. Because I actually bought some toys not too long ago, but like not you know seven hundred dollar like Unicrons <laughs> or Optimus Primes. Just like I bought Astro Train because he was on sale for twenty bucks. So like, yeah. But yeah, no, it's a cool piece of kit. Like I'd love to, I'd love to just see it at this point. Like be in the room with it and fiddle with it a little bit more than anything but i yeah i wouldn't mind having one because that's fucking cool you can like voice command optimus prime to, like transform and roll out and he does it's like yeah <laughs> dope as shit man yeah. Maybe, like, this is the, the the times we live in you know this cool <laughs> shit all over the place and i had two like disney theme park bits of news one is uh we got an opening date for uh marvel's avengers campus Oh, yeah. Uh, Disney's California Adventure. It'll be opening on June 4th, along with its Spider-Man ride and Ant-Man themed restaurant. Well, time to get vaccinated so I can go to some Marvel shit. <laughs> and go see that Star Wars thing, too, I guess. Right. Like that Star Wars at the same yeah. place. Yeah. 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 That's uh, also yeah, also out in Cal- well, it's in both parks, but the Avengers yeah. campus is only in California. That's fine. I'll, I'll rather go. To, I think I'd rather be in L.A. than. Florida right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I guess I mean right now uh, Ontario is the worst spot to be apparently. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then the other one was that this, there's no video of this, but apparently in like a virtual press conference, the Disney Parks chairman pulled out like an actual like retractable lightsaber. I so, saw like, a story about that, and like, yeah. is that legit? It's basically two measuring tapes back to back. Okay. So they like retract into the blade. So they'll like come out and like touch each other so that they look like one consistent blade kind of thing. Yeah. And I don't know how it's lit or whatever, but yeah, that's apparent. Like there's a patent that they filed a little while ago that somebody dug up and said like, this has to be what it is kind of thing. Okay. So that, you know, that, and they're teasing that as something that is eventually going to be for sale in the parks, which uh, would be really cool. It wouldn't be like, it doesn't look like it would be, you know, like a, a battle ready type thing, like where you could actually like mock fight with it or duel yeah. with it or whatever. But, you know, just being able to hold a lightsaber in your hand that you can turn on and have the fucking blade come out is pretty neat. Yeah, I, I just make a real one at this point. You know what I mean? Like that'll <laughs> that'll be the one thing that impresses me is when somebody's like, hey, here's a have you not seen? Oh, there's, there's some, like, but like the, the, the ones, ones that the, the, basically proton done, like, packs. plasma cutters. <laughs> yeah, they're basically proton packs. You got to wear a big fucking backpack <laughs> to do it. Like, that's not yeah, a lightsaber. Yeah. I want like the, you know, give me the handheld kit. Let me see what happens. I don't know. Yeah. You know, the ones that have like crazy hot, like plasma uh, yeah. streams coming out of them and shit like that. Aside from like me just chopping my fucking hand off with it. Like, <laughs> yeah, <two> exactly. <laughs> that was everything. I wouldn't want to be near one of those things in real life. And I wouldn't want to be near anybody who owns one of those things in real life. Cause like, that's just. You're losing a limb. You know what I mean? Like, as soon as that thing comes out, somebody's getting hurt eventually. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah. keep it away from me. I don't want a real lightsaber <laughs> in my life. I'd rather have a real phaser. It's more utilitarian. Yeah, it's yeah, less likely to kill yourself with it. Yeah, also, it's more like a gun. You can put turn the safety on. There's a safety switch on fucking <laughs> phaser. Either way. Uh, yeah, so I guess it's Geek of the Week time. Geek of the Week. This is the segment where we tell each other the nerdiest thing we did this week. Uh, I'll start with Tim. 
So I alluded to it a little bit, but I've been making some sort of upgrades to our home theater system the last couple of weeks. So the the big one this week was that I got a new Logitech Harmony Universal Remote because the one that we had was like fucking 15 years old and I hadn't bothered to reprogram it like since we moved into our house in Atlanta like five years ago. Nice. Those harmonies are the fucking best. So yeah. And so, so the one that I got now is like, they're like top of the line. It's the uh, harmony elite, which it works through a hub and you can control the hub with your phone as well. It works on like an IR blaster technology. So you don't need to have like little sticky pads that go onto every IR receiver in your home theater system and shit. So it works super fucking slick. I'm super, super happy with it. Did you check PS5 compatibility? Not yet. I don't know if it has. Some of the Logitechs do. Some of them don't. They tend to use Bluetooth for the remotes on the PlayStations. It's been kind of the thing since PS3, where you have to have a separate remote for your PlayStation to do stuff because it's like Bluetooth only. I don't Mm -hmm. know about the 5. So this has Bluetooth in it as well. Um, It actually is able to, it's able to control our Wii U uh, because we have that hooked up to the home theater system as well. And it does that by pairing to it via Bluetooth. Well, then you Um, should be able to hook it up to your PS5 when you get that. Well, on top of that, like I also finished getting the the home theater light set up and like properly working. Oh. What I was talking about last week the bias lights. lights. So bias lights were the was the word I was looking for last week, oh, but okay. I could not. Fucking, <laughs> I, when I was editing, it came to me. I was like, "Yeah, it's bias lights, yeah. you fucking idiot!" And I'm gonna put this episode yeah. out where I don't know the word, but it's bias lights. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So so those are all set up and working properly now, and like they're totally synced to like basically everything I kind of want them to be synced with. Like they'll work with the switch, they'll work with the, uh, with a number of the other uh, game systems. Uh, cool. They're set up with the Blu-ray player. Um, the only thing that, that they won't work from right now is the TV itself. Like if I stream something from a, a yeah. from like Netflix or something onto the TV, because there's no way to put the, the box, the sync box in between if there's yes, nothing the signal, to put, yes. put, put them yeah. in between. So, but I'm thinking like with that, like once I do get a PS5, then I can just use the apps off of that for shit like Netflix yeah. and that kind of thing, and and stream it that way. Yeah, it's got everything on there like that. Is that Disney Plus on there too? Or is it my turn yet? Yeah, I got my PS5, motherfuckers! Yeah, <laughs> very excited. Uh, it does have Disney Plus on it. Yeah, I I just did all the media app installs and shit. Uh, okay. This afternoon, so it was like nice. Disney Plus. It even has a Crave app, which I was the PS4 did not, and I was kind of concerned about. So, mm. if you're looking for at that, it does have a Crave app, and I Crave Disney Plus, Amazon Prime, even Apple TV was on there. Crazy, uh, obviously Netflix, Spotify, like all that kind of stuff was there. Um, yeah, so I I got a EB drop on Tuesday, and it got here today, and I haven't really had a ton of time to like actually play with it, but it's set up. And it hooked up to my beautiful 4K TV quite nicely. And my surround sound automatically detected everything. And so that was great. And I basically I, I downloaded Miles Morales. And I will report more on that next week. Because that'll probably be what I do this weekend is cut through that real quick. I played about two hours of that Astro's Playground. The little demo that comes with it. Kind of gets you used to the new DualSense controller. So far, everything's really cool. I like it a lot. It is fucking huge, though. Like, it is a big, big, yeah. big system i was surprised when i actually got it in my hands i was like i knew it was big (laughs) yeah i'd I'd seen it in other people's hands but like i have a problem with scale on regular people because i'm giant kind of thing so like (laughs) i i just assumed it was like i was like oh yeah it looks big but steve's probably tiny or something like that right no i got in my hands and it's a big fucking honking unit uh and it's really white and i got to get rid of those panels but that's a 
cosmetic change for later. But yeah, no, I finally fucking got the PS5, and I'm excited. So I'll be. I'm happy for you. I I have not laid my hands on one yet, but I yeah. Am, uh... Oh, I think I, I, I think like that seemed to be the first drop out of what's going to be like uh, a busy couple weeks, much. according to them. So like, hopefully, we'll be able to get you one. Not too too long now. At this point, I'm still on the hunt. I got to get my nephew one still too, because like how he's ten, he's not going to be able to like source one the way I sourced one. You know what I mean by like sitting in front of my computer eighteen hours a day and waiting yeah. for a drop kind of thing. So <laughs> yeah, I'll be doing that again. But it's um it's nice. The new controllers are good. I can't think of anything else. Storage is a bit of a problem. It is a little small. Um, I'm, I'm assuming once I get a couple games, like actual PS5 games in there, it'll be a little crowded, but hopefully it'll unlock the fucking M2 slot and I can just drop another two terabytes in there and forget about it. So we'll see. Like I said, it, I wish we'd had, like, a, if we, we should have waited a day to do the episode uh, and then I would have <laughs> been able to talk about it a little bit more. But uh, as of right now, yeah, it's great. Got my PS5. Just like super chill now i can relax i don't have to think about it anymore it's not this constant <laughs> albatross over my head how am i gonna find this fucking thing i'm just well. waiting to get those alerts from the now in stock alerts I, they, they're not like set up for eb or anything like that though they're only no. set up for the big ones for like amazon and uh yeah like walmart, walmart and best buy, best buy and maybe one other or something like that well i'm always watching so next time i see one i i totally got i, I should tell the story about how i got it so like i was i wasn't even expecting at drop at all i just went on twitter and one of the guys that i follow lla bins or something like that he had posted he's like oh i think eb's about to drop so i went and logged into the eb website just to see kind of thing mm-hmm. and lo and behold i was getting this like hold screen for playstation 5s and i was like <laughs> all right well i went back to the twitter and like he's like open a bunch of tabs and just start refreshing so i started doing that started doing that started doing that and i'm like halfway through this process or like I, it's getting to be like where I should be able to like one of these tabs should get in. And all of a sudden mm. my stomach starts gurgling and it's like, I got to go to the bathroom like immediately. <laughs> of course, right, right in the middle of this fucking horse shit. So I peel ass literally downstairs, <laughs> do my business, run back upstairs. Thank God. Thank God I wasn't gone very long. I got in, like got the plate. Like I was in, I had a PlayStation in my cart, whatever. It was all good credit card information is not in eb games because i wasn't planning on using eb as one <laughs> of the like, fuck ever you who the fuck yeah. buys anything from eb games nobody anymore. right so like exactly so i'm like fuck i gotta find the credit card i gotta so i'm putting the credit card number in now and then i hit enter and then i realized i fucked up the shipping so i have to go back so i'm like i've lost this deck at this point right right like, i've <laughs> run downstairs to take shit i've fucking fucked up the credit card twice like yeah i'm not getting this thing still went through miraculous <laughs> uh, this is the only way i would possibly get one is if it's just like i'm freaking out and panicking and there's no way i'm in my head i'm like there's no way i'm getting this like i can't it can't happen and then it just popped and i was like huh well oh that was anticlimactic <laughs> i guess i have a playstation 5 now so all right cool it came pretty quick too didn't it, it was yeah like- i was actually i was about to bitch uh yesterday i was like i haven't seen the fucking thing move yet it's been two days it's been sitting there and then like it, it was here this morning it showed up <laughs> yeah it showed up this morning i was driving my nephew to uh or my cousin to his job today like doing chauffeur duties kind of thing and i get a text from my mom hey there's two boxes here for you and i was like big boxes she's like yeah I was like, cool, because I had a, I started a new job, and they sent me a MacBook, and I now had mm. to, I set up the MacBook, it wasn't right, so now I've got to, they've sent me a second one, and I have shipped <laughs> back the original one, nice. because the IT is such an, so bad, where I'm employed now, kind of thing, part-time, <laughs> part-time and freelance, just so we're clear, I don't actually work for these people, 
but yeah, so I had like a MacBook Pro, like a brand new-ish MacBook Pro and a PlayStation 5 waiting for me when I got home today. And I was like, well, I <laughs> should set up the fucking MacBook because it's work stuff and I should be a professional. <laughs> but I'm going to... So I turned it on and like got it running kind of thing so it could do whatever like Creative Cloud installs and shit. And I'm like, I'm going to set up my PS5 and fucking get my games on it. So when I'm done recording this podcast tonight, I can just go play fucking Spider-Man. And that's <laughs> basically where I'm at now. So there you go. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I guess WrestleMania happened this weekend too. Like, I just watched so much wrestling; it was awful, like, just <laughs> awful. Uh, it's meat of the episode time. Meat of the episode: two-dimensional animated meat. Yeah, so we're going to talk about some cartoons and shit today because I can't, I can't cope with reviewing anything anymore, guys. Because Tim wasn't around when you did it. Exactly uh, yeah. one year ago, actually. It was, yeah. It was right at the start of the pandemic. Tim was either moving or like it on vacation. I don't know what was no, going it, on. It was, it was the week that I was living in a hotel room with Alicia because we had had to move out of our house, but we needed to like stick around uh, just to like go to the closing and shit. Yes, yes, um, yes. And just to, like, so it was like our transition week where like we had moved out of the house. We were living in like a hotel suite. Like, and you hadn't like a, come up here yet to move into yeah. your hotel suite up here. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah that yeah, makes so, sense. Yeah. So it was while like we were kind of getting ready to like go our separate ways until Alicia could come up here and move with me. So yeah, like it right. was me, me and her and the two dogs and the turtle all living in a hotel, hotel room yeah in a and like it was like a suite but so yeah. it had like a couple rooms but still it was uh it was cramped yeah it was cramped <laughs> yeah fair enough and uh but yeah and so i like i wasn't about to like fucking set up my whole desktop rig and everything to record so i said you guys fucking do this shit without me this week and i'll be back and we did uh we yep. talked about our favorite cartoons on that episode <laughs> and uh now we're gonna catch tim up uh first though uh tim watched something else that we should talk about briefly i think before we get into like his lists and stuff like that uh you said you watched uh transformers earthrise this week so the second i've started watching it. Oh, i haven't okay. finished yet I, i'm about like it was kind of what i was watching like while i was setting up the uh, new remote and everything so i think i'm like three or four episodes through okay i've been liking it better than the first series yeah. i think i think it's i think it's better written yeah and, and better paced than the, yeah. the first yeah yeah it was a little bit more action heavy this time out and like they've set everything up now so it's not as much like oh what's this world like or like what's this cybertron like it's more like okay we're here and we can kind of do stuff mm-hmm. they set up some stuff for the future too uh, i don't want to spoil it because it's dope as fuck when one of my <laughs> favorites shows up later yeah no i thought you had finished this so i thought we would have a chance to like actually kind of talk about no, it i will let you know when i have but i'll probably end up finishing it this week nice yeah you know i i enjoyed it more than the first one it's still not great i don't think but it's like I think the models it's look better good. than the majority of like of Transformers animation that we've had in the past like 20 years. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so it's it's never quite hit that high of the movie, you know, like it never quite gets to that 1986 yeah. point where I'm just like, this is my favorite thing and whatever. But I don't know. I, I've been enjoying it so far. And like, I think I enjoy it more for the toys than I do for the uh, actual show at this point, because like the, <laughs> yeah. the models are really good. And like the, the figures have been really cool on that line. So like very G1 inspired, but like nice and modern mm-hmm. and stuff. So I've been enjoying that stuff so far. And there's lots more of that to come. I think Kingdom will be out before the end of the year, uh, yeah. like the last six episodes or whatever of this. I'm so disappointed they're not that are only doing like six episodes per like chunk or whatever. I would like more, I guess just like 
do some yeah. transformer shit, I guess. I mean, if it's the sort of thing that's like well received, then I'm sure we'll end up getting more and maybe like an ongoing series or something like that. But for Hopefully. now, I, yeah. I mean, I kind of like that, you know, it's, it's a self-contained little series that they're doing here. Yeah. 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 We'll see how it ends. Cause they, they promised a lot for kingdom. Like there's a, they're introducing beast wars and like unicrons in there and shit. And I'm like, uh, you only do that all in six episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right that's gonna be a lot but hopefully they don't like completely you know drop the fucking ball mm-hmm. so we'll see what happens all right uh we just gonna let you talk for the rest of the episode basically <laughs> like tim's gonna tell us about his like favorite cartoons and i'm gonna interject with like i'm sure i've watched most of these at this point because um we'll there's probably some yeah, repeats some of some stuff that tim and i or paul and i talked about i even like well, went to do notes about this and was just <laughs> like oh i did this already why am i well so actually like i'm not gonna i i'm specifically avoiding the shit that you guys mentioned previously because you covered it well enough but like if i had been on that episode i would have had some overlap so like the stuff that could have been on my list or would have would have at the very least been on my long list that you guys talked about um Mm -hmm. is like the masters of the universe teenage mutant ninja turtles animaniacs okay the batman animated series the Superman animated series I thought about putting on my list, but we literally just fucking did some episodes from it. We did, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, real Ghostbusters for sure. Yeah. Uh, the 90s X-Men series and Transformers. So, yeah. like, you guys covered a lot of the shit that I probably would have anyway. You basically just named my list, basically. Because yeah. mine, like, if we're, like, just for... Like that uh, was all, all of your list and a couple of Pauls, pretty much. Yeah, Pauls was Animaniacs, but, like, just for edification so that nobody has to go back to episode 195 for whatever reason, and listen to an old <laughs> episode of ours. Um, my list was uh, He-Man, Ninja Turtle, in reverse order, obviously, so five to one. Uh, He-Man, Ninja Turtles, Real Ghostbusters, Transformers, and Batman the Animated Series. Like, that's just, that's my childhood in a nutshell. And it's still the shit we're talking about almost <laughs> weekly on Some this it, podcast, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. The only other show that you would throw in there is Star Trek, probably, for me. Yeah. So, Yeah. But yeah, mine tend to skew older than that, uh, just because like I I was watching like a lot of fucking like old reruns and shit like that, just because it was kind of what was on when I was a kid. So I've got a lot of memories of we of were kids first when of we all. Were kids, yeah. When when <laughs> uh, you still I, you know, sound like a much you're much older than I am. Yeah, <laughs> you are in fact like six whole months or whatever. <laughs> Not even like two or oh no yeah I guess it is like well what are you what are you, when's your birthday man May twenty eighth yeah and you're yeah October, right? I'm October so it's like six months yeah so yeah my number five was just straight up the Flintstones nice I had that it's on like, my list and I think we talked about it on the episode two where we were like no Simpsons and that kind of get <laughs> that I would put the Simpsons before I put the Flintstones kind of thing I guess yeah, yeah and yeah we said no Simpsons because like the Simpsons is like an ongoing institution yeah, yeah yeah it really uh, <laughs> I, I con- i'm convinced that show's gonna outlive me you know what i mean like it'll still be on the air when i die uh i don't yeah, know how they're gonna be doing that because keep the cast will be the different. voice actors i guess yeah but like at that point who's gonna nobody will like be watching digitally it. digitally synthesizing the voices or whatever <laughs> at that point they could probably just like remix old lines that they've already recorded to use <laughs> you know what they'll, episodes. they'll have recorded so much stuff that they'll just be able to reuse it and nobody will be the wiser mad, you know I mean? mad-libbed fucking simpsons episodes basically why not you could probably an ai could probably figure that out you know what i mean yeah. you just threw all that audio into the into an ai and we're just like synthesize me a homer voice it'd probably be perfect so yeah yeah. Uh, you never know that show could be on well past any of us so yeah. yeah but no i mean it was there was 
going to be some Hanna-Barbera on my list and it was yeah. basically going to be either this or the Jetsons. And I definitely saw a lot, like I, I remember a lot more of the Flintstones uh, than I do the Jetsons. So like, I don't know, just a fucking fun ass show. It was on constantly when we were fucking oh my kids. God, yeah, it was, yeah. I think part of the reason I liked it was because like Fred and Barney were just total fucking oafs and the women were clearly the brains of the entire operation. Like they were the yeah. only reason that Fred and Barney were not just fucking like dead every episode. Well, I mean like that's most sitcoms, right? Like it, it leans. I mean, I love, I love the Flintstones, but the well, Flintstones like, is I love like Lucy and Lucy's the fucking goon. Right. Whereas here. Yeah, it's... true. True. <laughs> true. But that true. was, that was kind of an exception. That's why I love Lucy stands up so well. Over yeah. That time. Absolutely. Well, I mean, it's also she's very funny. You know what I mean? Like they're just very funny yeah. together. So yeah. yeah. And same with same with Fred and Barney. They're just fucking like you know they're a classic like odd couple kind of back yeah. and forth. You know, you know, co- comedic couple. And I probably also had a thing for Wilma and Betty when I was a kid. So they they had those like hourglass figures. I don't know. Yeah, I learned how to draw women based on those cartoons. It wasn't like yeah. It started looking like some J. Scott Campbell. You know abominations yeah. after a little while but yeah i just remember when they cast rosie o'donnell as oh God. betty and as people betty. were like freaking the fuck out <laughs> like, um yeah yeah i guess <laughs> I mean, we had john goodman in it i was like that's perfect casting john goodman yeah it was like, perfect uh, that's john goodman rick, rick moranis rick right? moranis yeah God, that's fan- like that's so good yeah and yeah like i don't and i don't feel like <laughs> Like, not that I have anything against Rosie O'Donnell, but, like, yeah, that yeah. was just not good casting at all. It was, it was you know, she was big at the time, right? And so they were like, yeah. well, let's put another big name in here. Because you definitely need more than fucking John Goodman and Rick Moranis to sell people on a Flintstones live-action movie. Yeah, that's uh, Halle Berry's first movie, too, actually. Uh, oh, she's yeah, like the she played the, the, the secretary. Or was it secretary or the husband of the... Or, uh, or the wife of, like, uh, the plant owner or whatever the quarry owner fuck the final i haven't seen that movie since i was a kid like i not felt like i was gonna go rewatch it for this <laughs> i didn't yeah. even know you were gonna save one i just remember how like, barry was in it because she tries to seduce him and she crawls all over the table and it's very very yeah. hot <laughs> i'm gonna talk about like good casting for weird little stone age outfits halle berry <laughs> but Ooh. all right anyways yeah so i mean a cartoon is is just fucking classic it's got like epic voice actors like i mean mel blank i'll bring up later again as well yeah. but it's, it's one that like doesn't hold up for me these days it's not one that i would ever really consider going back to as an adult it's just like shit like the rock puns and the like dinosaur appliance gags like that that shit that's funny that's... to you when you're like eight yes yeah <laughs> see like, like the kind of thing the dinosaur appliance gags like just make me question that world now it's just so weird <laughs> when you look at it <laughs> it's so exploitative yeah, it's very strange <laughs> to see now, but like, I don't know. Yeah, I love the Flintstones growing up. We, we used to watch it too. It's just like, I mean, it was, it's like, again, it's like Simpsons, right? Like, it's just always on. So you just kind of watched there, it. Yeah. Because yeah. um, it was the longest running show, animated show, until obviously the Simpsons like vastly surpassed everything ever, ever. So, yeah, it's six, six years, 166 episodes. Yeah. Remember what six years sounded like a long time for an animated show? Yeah. <laughs> the fucking family guy's been running for at least 10 kind of thing, like yeah. minimum or whatever. And that's not, like, that's not even factoring in like Simpsons being on for fucking most of our lives period. I can't even say like, I was going to say adult lives, but I was like, wait, no, that's been, that started in 1988. So that's like all <laughs> of our lives really. So yeah, uh, yeah no, uh, this was a good poll actually. Cause yeah, we did watch, we watched a lot of that too. 
and I always liked the the gags and shit in there. I haven't seen it in ages though. Like, is it any? Like, can you get it anywhere? Yeah, I don't think they're like public domain or anything like that. So, I oh no, no, no. I think they're but, like still in syndication on like some of the like deep fucking cable channels that like oh, specifically cater to fucking baby boomers and shit like that. Like yeah. shit like MeTV. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I just I haven't I haven't seen it on anywhere in ages, and I haven't seen it streaming anywhere either. Yeah. So. I don't know. That's cool. Well, what's your next one? My next one is also he's even fucking older. Is is fucking Popeye the Sailor Man? Oh man, I'm sorry <laughs> I ruined your list by naming all the good shit first. <laughs> hey, I'd love this fucking shit. I those old like Max Fleischer cartoons from the 30s. They're like some of the cartoons I have the earliest memories of. Yeah. So my mom actually has a tape of me singing along to the Popeye the Sailor Man song when I was like. A fucking like toddler, like yeah, like four years old kind of thing. It was just one of those songs that like you know she would like you know sing one line and I'd sing the next kind of thing. And I remember very distinctly my and I have these tapes now. They're like actually uh, yeah, they're like two floors below me at my grandparents' cottage in Port Dover. Uh, they had these like long play VHS tapes. You remember like the ones that would be like extended play, and you could get yeah. them at like fucking like thr- like cheapo fucking thrift stores and dollar stores and shit like that and they'd have like five or six hours of like classic cartoons on them yep yeah and so we had a couple of those there and it was just the shit that like my parents or my grandparents would put on like just to fucking keep us occupied all day long when we like didn't want to go down to the beach or whatever yeah so those had like a lot of popeye and looney tunes and like a lot of the old fleischer uh superman shorts on those too okay cool yeah so yeah, I've got a lot of good memories associated with those. But yeah, I mean, like the basic premise looking back is just fucking Popeye and Bluto, a couple of like rough and tumble sailors just trying to get their dick wet with olive oil. Yeah, yeah, they're they're both just desperate to get laid. Yeah. So it's with like the only woman apparently in this entire world. Yeah, yeah. I uh, <laughs> I just remember the movie more than I remember the TV show. Like the <laughs> Robin Williams, Robin Williams. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I have watched that. I don't think I watched that. I don't think I knew it existed until I was like an adult. So like I went uh, back and watched it later on and was like, wow, this is fucking bizarre. It is a weird movie. This and, yeah. I, I saw yeah. it when I was a kid and was just like, what the fuck happened to Mrs. Doubtfire? You know? But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, I just, I, the one that I have the most vivid memories of was like, an extended short that was in color, which was Popeye the Sailor meets Sinbad the Sailor. Okay. Uh, it had like this whole like intro song with Sinbad and shit. It was like a 16 minute short or whatever, right? So it was like one of the one, like all of these you'd have to go to the fucking cinema to watch. Yeah. Like you couldn't watch them at home kind of thing. But that would be one like where you would go specifically for that. Like it's not like it would lead into uh, something different kind of thing. I mean, this yeah. is like pre pre fucking feature animation yes. time. Yeah. Period. So. Well, yeah. This is like what years did this, this come out? Like 1930. Uh, yeah, Popeye. Let's see. One of the first. I mean, Popeye. Yeah, 1930s is when the Popeye uh, cartoon started. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Like I, I, I have seen like maybe, like you know, the smidgen you see like in animation stuff. Mm-hmm. We're like, this is one of the first cartoons ever. It's like, oh, Popeye, great. Okay. Yeah. Like I've seen it, but I don't know anything about it particularly. So. All right, so you want my next one? Then? Yes, let's let's go to your next one. Sorry. <laughs> next is more classic shit because apparently I only watched like really old cartoons when I was yeah. A kid. You're, 
fucking old man. No wonder you got your like seventies, your sixties house, your sixty serial killer house, and like all your vintage kitsch and all that good shit. It's because you're watching like old man cartoons when you were like five. Apparently, apparently. Yeah. So the next one is just like straight up classic, like Mary Melodies, Looney Tunes. Uh, yeah, I think we kind of were talking about that because of like Animaniacs and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I, I mean, I we all grew up on the Looney Tunes stuff. I love, yeah, OG. OG like Tex Avery, Chuck Jones, like yeah. oh, who's your boy? Uh, everybody's got a boy, you know what I mean? Like everybody's got one that they like just love. Who's your favorite? Probably Bugs. Really? Yeah, Bugs Fair Bunny. Enough. Straight Fair up. Enough. Just I mean the amount of cultural impact that those cartoons has had on the world, like mm-hmm. la- like entire words and phrases and shit like that have entered into common lexicon and common use because of fucking Bugs Bunny cartoons. Yeah, agreed. I mean, all of them, like fuck it, like Daffy Duck, Foghorn Leghorn, Porky Pig, Elmer Fudd, all that shit is just classic. Still, still didn't name the best one. Jesus Christ, Tim. Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote, boys. True. Like, that's absolutely. the absolute fucking like yeah. middle. Like the if you want, and that's the creamy goodness in the Looney Tunes Oreo is the <laughs> fucking Wile E. Coyote bits. Those are the best cartoons. Like for shorts and stuff like that. I love Wile E. Coyote and Roadrunner. It's the best fucking stuff ever. Yeah. Just because it's fucking hilarious. And also like Wile E. Coyote is like my spirit animal. He's constantly <laughs> ordering technology from Amazon or Acme, I should say. And like springy traps on the road runner road runner that fail not that i spring traps on people and fail i usually succeed and they're all in the basement right now <laughs> oh wait no that's uh, my house my house yeah is that's your house you have the serial killer house right yeah uh no i just i love the i always loved road runner and wiley coyote i would just sit there fascinated by his fucking little schemes and stuff like that and i was always pulling i was always hoping that i get that one episode where he got that motherfucking Roadrunner. You know what I mean? Like, I just wanted him to eat. I felt bad for Wiley Coyote. <laughs> just wanted the man to eat. Or the, you know, coyote, I guess, to eat. Actually, yeah. have coyotes in our neighborhood. They've been fucking, like, stalking around lately. Welcome back to Southern Ontario, bud. They're all over the place. Every once in a while, I'll go for, like, a hike. Or, like, a walk, I guess. Hike. <laughs> Me hike. That's hilarious. But I'll have to take a dog for a walk. And, I'll, like, I'll end up at a park somewhere or whatever. And I remember, like, when Harley was very young, walking into a park and, like, seeing a coyote come up over a hill. And Harley is a young pit bull, right? And mm. she was like, ooh, I'm going to get that motherfucker. And I'm, me just being like, oh, I got to get her on a leash real fast because this is going to get ugly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I knew it was a coyote. And I'm like, if she goes in there, I got to go in after her because she's my baby. And then I'm just mutilating fucking jackals for the next hour or I'm going to die. And I don't want to do this. So I was like, get her on a leash. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Because she's ready to go. Yeah. But yeah, they're, they're everywhere in Southern Ontario uh, right now. Along with ticks. It's fun having dogs right now. So. Yeah, we need to we need to start getting our dogs back on the flea and tick shit. Yeah, we just got Harley her treatment like yesterday. We took her to the vet. So, but yeah, I mean those fucking Looney Tunes cartoons are just there's so many classic bits in there. Like all like the fucking Bugs Bunny versus Elmer Fudd shit. Uh, like the the Gremlins one that like Bugs versus the Gremlins and like the yeah. uh, bombers and shit like that. That yeah. just I I can like picture so fucking clearly more this is more like amazing voice acting like mel blank again uh voice so many of these characters yeah and i think that like these in particular gave me a an appreciation for slapstick comedy that later would grow into a love for classic live action slapstick like that's part i think this is part of why i would later go back and like watch all the old like charlie chaplin and buster keaton and harold lloyd shit uh as well like when i was in like late high school early college 
Yeah, you have to find another guest when you want to do that episode. <laughs> oh, so fucking good. I can never get into the old like silent slapsticky comedy stuff for whatever reason. It just doesn't like. It's just so me. creative to me. It's just like the the I can I can't imagine like people that were sitting around a table thinking like okay now what do we fucking do and like and also like all the f- effects and shit in those like had to be totally practical as well i think that's probably like what the most interesting part about those to me is more just like they did all that shit in camera like none, there's mm-hmm. no digital or optical or whatever effects you know what i mean like if it couldn't get shot it just didn't happen right and i think that's that's what's most interesting about that stuff like with the stunts and like this that and the other thing like you have to do everything in camera one go. You can't fuck it up. Like it's got to be perfect. Yeah, yeah. There's no digital trickery to fix it. Like what no goes fucking to film. such thing as, as stunt people. Like these are the actual actors that are doing all this shit. Yeah. And, so yeah. like that's that to me, that's what's interesting about those. But uh, you know, I understand how you could go from like Looney Tunes to that stuff. I always found Looney Tunes, like a lot of satirical comedy comes out of the Looney Tunes stuff. I think that's where mm-hmm. my taste for some of like the bluer stand up comedy that I like kind of comes from starting to realize that some of the jokes in those Looney Tunes are not meant for kids and are actually <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. That's when you, when you get to the point where you're like, Oh, I'm ready to graduate from this stuff now. Like I, I know how dirty these cartoons are. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Fucking Bugs Bunny, like cross-dressing like every other oh, yeah. short and shit like that. And yeah, I don't know that extended it, it, but that's the best part is that it, it became like part of the DNA of those cartoons, like all that, uh, kind of subversive comedy because it continued through Animaniacs and Tiny Toons and like mm-hmm. when they do shorts they still do weird kind of like envelope pushing stuff when they do those shorts you know what I mean yeah I mean not when they do fucking Space Jam with LeBron James obviously but when they do new <laughs> shorts it's like they still have that original like sly yeah, sense that, of humor kind of thing and that was always what set them apart from uh from like the disney shorts yeah uh right is that they were like you know willing to go a little bit further and a little bit you know a little bit uh more darker, adult a bit yeah more blue a little bit more violent kind of thing yeah so them and tom and jerry right <laughs> yeah yeah Oh, I, shit. I watched this shit ton of fucking Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry is actually one I could have brought up uh, when we did our list, but like the, the ones I had were like pop culture ephemera at that point. And Tom and Jerry was just like, it's the show that you watch when there's nothing else on. And it's still true. entertaining, yeah. but it's like, oh, we're stuck with it's Tom and Jerry time. It's the only thing that's on. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'll watch it. It's kind of Looney Tunes ended up being that too. Like as you get older, like all these other shows kind of thing. Like it's like, oh, Looney Tunes is on. At least I'll be entertained. You know what I mean? But it still becomes yeah. like I've seen most of these 500 times yeah. now. So. Yeah, Looney Tunes ended up being like comfort food at a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like you and the Muppets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely fantastic music with those as well. Like some yeah. of those, a lot of those are like fully scored. Um, so between these and like the Disney Silly Symphonies, I can probably also trace back some of my earliest appreciation of classical music to this stuff too. Yeah, um, well, they would, they, they used like big, like like we call it a needle drop now, but like then it was just whatever. Um, but they would use big classical pieces in those, like yeah. as the background of those uh, cartoons, a lot too. In some cases, pop music and shit, like pop music for the time, would get would get dropped into a lot of those too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so you, you get these weird mixes of like jazz and Tchaikovsky showing up. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. uh, as orchestral pieces in the background of like a fucking Daffy Duck cartoon. It's just, yeah, it's very strange. Yeah. Either way, and a lot of those are actually do seem to be have like slipped into public domain over the years so like when i was doing research for this uh episode or you know just fucking going back and watching little cartoons like there's a lot of these that are like in these huge like fucking five ten hour youtube videos that are like in really high quality 
uh, that you can go back and, and rewatch. So, well, that's the, the benefit to all this stuff being like originally produced on film is that like the quality is still there. You know what I mean? Like you could yeah. up- upscale that to 4k and it will probably look fine because yeah. it, it, it's hand drawn art scanning. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, exactly. You don't have to worry about resolution or anything no, like that. Film, yeah. film is like, I mean, it's not resolution independent because there is a maximum you can get out of it, but like, it's a lot higher than 4K as far as I'm aware. You know what I mean? Yeah. And plus color and stuff like that that you lose without HDR, which I guess now it doesn't matter. You can transfer HDR color content, but still, mm-hmm. either way. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it, it, that's cool that they're all like just on YouTube. We should link to them when we when you put the post up. Yeah, yeah. Because that would be... Yeah, some, I mean, and the, some of these are like... Hell, I put that like, under the background to watch yeah. while I was working because it's shit. Like, it's fun inspiration for drawing too. Like, the, the animation Oh yeah, was just, fucking... I mean, uh all revolutionary stretch and all yeah, that yeah 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 all that all that animation's like revolutionary stuff for its time because mm-hmm. all 50s 60s 70s animation it's all like new techniques and all this other crazy shit so yeah and again it's all stuff that you know people that that modern animators still go back to and use as reference material and inspiration and shit like that oh my god it, so, all yeah. this stuff like all the old disney stuff like the old uh, all the old running like bugs bunny running loops it's still shit they study in school today. So, yeah. or at least it was when I was going to school. And again, we're almost 40. So, <laughs> who knows? Either way, what's your next one? All right. We're finally going to get into something into I might be able actual, to talk about into our actual lifetime. Well, this is one that you guys did mention, but it wasn't like one of the actual entries on the list. Uh, but it's, uh, it's Spider Man. Oh, the 90s one? Well, yeah, mostly. Like, I did want to mention the 60s one, because I definitely yeah. watched the shit out of the 60s one, oh, too, yeah, when I was rock. a kid. Like, with its the cheesy looped animation. Like, that was definitely my first introduction to the Web Slinger. Yeah, um, yeah, me and too. It was all on, on all the time when we were, like, really young, and that fucking... I mean, that's where that catchy theme song that everybody uh, knows came from. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for them to get that on Disney+, Plus because they've got, like, some of the shitty, like, 80s spider-man series on disney plus but they don't have the 60s series yet that's crazy they don't have the yeah. 60s one like you think yeah. they would just like have that because it's just available everywhere yeah but but really the the 90s like spider-man the animated series that's what i think of as like my spider-man since sure. i haven't read much in the way of spider-man comics um like he's one of the marvel characters i've read the most of but that's not saying much they don't read a lot of marvel overall but like that Spidey was like quippy and sarcastic and really also really leaned into the science aspect of things mm-hmm. in particular of the character. Like every episode he was using like some, you know, sometimes it was an actual scientific thing. Sometimes it was some fucking made up comic book shit, but they still made it sound right. Yeah, that's um, that's called the Spider-Man story, Tim. Uh, using <laughs> using science was kind of like, yeah, that's but like the 60s, whole... the 60s fucking like cartoon didn't really do that. Well, no, because it was, I mean, that was trash. Like, that wasn't yeah. you know, based on the actual comic books or anything like that. Yeah. If you're going to base it on the comic books, everything in Spider-Man is science-based. Like, all his villains are just, like, the warning signs of science gone amok, basically. Yeah. Is what I think that, is, that might so. be the one thing with the Tom Holland Spider-Man that I, I miss a little bit, is that yeah. it's not, it doesn't lean as much into the science as, like, the Tobey Maguire and the Andrew Garfield ones did. Yeah, like they, he's not he's not quite as much of the science nerd as uh, as Tom yeah as as those ones were. Yeah, well, we just haven't seen him do that shit yet either, you know. And he also he's you know having all his toys handed to him by Tony yeah, Stark, so like he's not yeah. getting. Yeah, so now he's not really. You never really got to do that, like right. him as lone nerd 
creating his own stuff. But like they do mention that he he's the one who created the web fluid and stuff in that yeah, community, yeah. right? So like they they've they they, it's more because it. like they've because they've not shown us any of his origin. A lot of the science stuff has kind of gone by the wayside in the MCU. Yeah. We're not here to talk about the MCU. We're talking. <laughs> this is a lot of people consider this the original uh, shared universe, like animated shared universe, because it does eventually it crosses over and Daredevil yeah, shows up in it. Daredevil, Cap, the X Men show up because it kind yeah. of runs concurrently with the Fox X Men show. Spider, like this is all the Spider Man fucking characters end up in here at some point, like Black Cat. Yeah, and yeah. And- you see Black Cat, the uh, Venom. I remember when Venom and Night yeah. Carnage showed up. Carnage. Like we, we were freaking the fuck out in the nineties because like that was the cool shit then. Now I'm like, don't get, I don't want any Venom anywhere near my Spider Man anymore, especially not Tom Hardy. Yes, but well. <laughs> Anyway. Well, that was one um, of the things that was cool about the series was that it was so serialized. So it, it felt like comics to a large extent. Like mm-hmm. there were arcs that would go across the whole season sometimes. Like there would be standalone episodes within that, but like yep. there would be, you know, a, a recurring theme. Like in the beginning, it was goblins and then it went on to like the Venom and Carnage shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the symbiotes. And then later on, it was like the Madam Web, Spider Verse shit and all that. And yeah, that's kind of where they lost me. As soon as you take Spidey out of New York, I'm like, well. <laughs> All right, I guess. Yeah. Still Spider-Man, but it's not like <laughs> my Spider-Man. Yeah. I can probably credit this series for a couple of things. One is that serialization is probably one of the things that got me hooked on the comic book format. Yeah. And made me start wanting to read these like long serialized stories more where you could tell like more interesting things than you would just get in like a one or two parter. Yeah. I think I can pretty safely say that the amount of science that this series leaned on is, you know, definitely had some influence on my own interest in science, which is what I've made a fucking career out of. It's interesting that you're such a DC guy and you're a science guy when all of my team, <laughs> like all of my guys are fucking scientists. You know Reed what I mean? Richards and shit. Reed Richards, Tony, uh, Ant-Man, Spider-Man's a scientist. Lots of all the <laughs> bad guys are scientists. I mean, like everybody's scientists. <laughs> well, a lot of bad guys are scientists in DC as well. Yeah. But yeah not, as, not as many of the heroes, I guess. It's, uh, yeah. Like, it's a lot more like Batman and Mr. And... Terrific, basically. It's like the yeah. two scientists uh, <laughs> you get in the uh, DC that I can think of off the top of my head. Whereas like, I just named five and could probably name another five. If you like <laughs> pushed me at, yeah. at the house of ideas, like at Marvel. But yeah, no, this show, uh, it's actually probably the show that got me into like, it solidified my spider-man love basically like i was already kind of reading the books and like that it showed me the 60s cartoon but like this was like okay yeah this is my spider-man it's animated set now kind of thing so it felt contemporary to the comics a little bit for a long time i'm pretty sure this was my origin in the comic like of (laughs) spider-man in my head oh yeah until i read like the original ditko stuff well the other thing that's nice with the series is that it starts off with like a grown fucking like adult Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. It's not, you it's know, and, and how many times have we talked about like how like sick we are of fucking origin movies uh, at this point, like just give a shit where we can get like lived in characters. And this yeah. is clearly a Spider-Man that's been doing the fucking gig for like at least a few years at this point. They, it's funny. Cause like people bitch about like, Oh, we want Spider-Man in, you know, like a little bit older. We want Spider-Man a little bit older, but like they, you do get that a fair bit. You know what I mean? Like in the comics, he's a little bit older right now. Yeah. The cartoon, he's a little bit older. Yeah, in the movies, they went younger because it's yeah, the movies and they want everybody. Um, they want that big tent, you know what I mean, to, to get there. But like even the PS4 game, yeah. he's an established, like he's been Spider-Man for between eight, I think five or eight years or something like that, they said. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I played it. And I'm about to replay it because uh, 4K60 kids with ray tracing. <laughs> Fuck yeah. 
PlayStation 5. So yeah, I th- I like an older Spider-Man. Obviously, I'm an old man now, so like Spider-Man as an adult <laughs> that I can relate to is more That's why I like that Miles is around cuz you get to you can have in the 616 you can have high school Peter, or high school Spider-Man stories and they can revolve around Miles and that's where you kind of get your kids into stuff now like send the kids to Spider-Man at as Miles Morales and when they grow up and become an adult you can kind of learn about Peter Parker and like the OG yeah. guy kind of thing. So yeah, no, this show, yeah, I, yeah, it probably did do a lot to influence like how I like my Spider-Man too, like wanting the older oh, Spider-Man I mean, and like that this, kind of thing. This voice and actor is, up with MJ. I yeah. just like need to be with Mary Jane smoking. Yeah. And, yeah. and well, it's like very like Romita style, not Romita. Yeah. Romita senior, yeah. I should say, you know, the Romita yeah. who could draw, not the other one. <laughs> well, the, and that, that voice actor is absolutely the voice actor that I hear in my head when I'm, when I do like read Spider-Man in the comics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, like it, it just, it grabs it so well. And, and it's just, he's fucking sarcastic and, and quippy and yeah. always like fucking just spouting shit at, at his, uh, nemesis, nemesis and shit like that. The only thing I say about that show is I wish it held up as well as uh, Batman did. Like it doesn't, it doesn't rewatch as nicely yeah. as the animated series does, um, or as Batman does. It was one of the first things that I I tried to rewatch when I when uh, I first Disney got Disney Plus, Plus. Yeah. and like it got through like three or four episodes, but it's not like I can't sit down and like binge it anymore. No, um, like I can watch an episode here and episode there, like just for fun. Or like what I should probably do is go in and like watch the episodes that are like part of those longer story arcs. Like I should go in and watch like the symbiote yeah. like, saga and shit like that. Yeah, but yeah, just to watch it like one after the other, it just doesn't have the same degree of art design that uh batman, batman the animated yeah. series does like it does have it does have its own like style but it's just not yeah. as also know, they as soften strange. a lot it gets a little more kid friendly than the animated series is like the animated series gets really fucking dark in spots and this show does get yeah. a little dark but it still disnifies a lot of stuff a little bit more than i would like like there's no blood and like nobody dies and stuff like that and, like spider-man like people fucking die in spider-man like that's kind of the point of the marvel characters you know what i mean like horrible shit happens and like they persevere kind of thing like that's what marvel does so like the fact that everybody's getting shot with ray guns and knocked out i'm like well yeah yeah can we redo this so like somebody gets shot yeah like shot shot (laughs) make it more like the comics (laughs) yeah well yeah really like just make it more like the comics just not like the 90s ones because i don't want any clones in my cartoon or whatever but (laughs) because that was that era like they started getting into the clone stuff on the animated series too because of Mm -hmm. the comic like ben riley stuff and like yeah, yeah, that cartoon was man. I watched a lot of that shit growing up, like that next Men and Batman. There's also another like, one, like just fucking like constantly on like YTV and shit, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. Why would you not? Like people are probably watching it. Like it's Spider Man. People fucking love Spider Man. He's yeah. the most popular superhero in the world, dude, for a reason. Like he's <laughs> Spider Man. So anyway, what's your next one, Doug? This is my last one since that is this is yeah one of five i love short episodes dude i love them (laughs) well especially after last week i figured we were gonna do something a little shorter yeah it's a little marathon last week was a little bit much for uh editing mark so (laughs) i don't know can you guess what my last one is going to be given the other shit that i've been throwing out uh well you've been you've been so random and like you got that list that's like doubled over and stuff like i'm not really hmm it's not x-men is it no because you guys talked about x-men yeah, well, I, I, mean, I, loved, I loved X-Men, but no, it's just straight up fucking old school Mickey Mouse, bro. Oh, okay. I, I wouldn't have guessed <laughs> that because like I don't 
care. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I'm talking like going back to the very like originals, like shit, like playing crazy and Steamboat Willie, the black and white, like all the way through to the like later still like 2D animated, like colored stuff, like when they were doing like short rabbit. Squid. Well, <laughs> not. I mean, he does appear in Roger Rabbit, I guess. He does. Yeah. But uh, but like I'm um, talking like that Prince and the Popper one oh, that yeah, they did yeah, that was like yeah, ahead, of, ahead of one of the animated features. Mm-hmm. Um, all that shit I fucking love. Like I have all of those tin box Disney treasures DVDs that came out like 15 years ago that are like limited edition numbered and everything. And they have like all of those shorts on them in chronological order. And I mean, ultimately, you know, these and like Mary Melodies basically is what we owe almost all modern animation to in the end, like mm-hmm. popularized and revolutionized the format. Mickey Mouse included the first animation with synchronized sound. That was Steamboat Willie. Yeah, that's a pub that went public domain not, not too long ago. eh? Steamboat Willie did it. Yeah, yeah, there was a there was a thing going around like you can use Dis, uh, Mickey Mouse now as long they as you finally use... suspended the, the Mickey Mouse uh, rules for. <laughs> I guess it's just Steamboat Willie, like Mickey's still okay. under copyright or whatever, but you can use the Steamboat Willie version of Mickey now okay. as public domain. Interesting. I don't know if you would want to, because I still feel like Disney would like pitch a tent up your ass and like take <laughs> up residence. They'd make your life difficult, I think. Yeah, so I don't know if I would want to do that, but I mean, it's cool that, I mean, that's a whole other topic that we would never cover because it would require like a half an hour speech about fucking copyright law before we got mm-hmm. into it, but... Yeah, no, the fact that Disney's allowed anything like that to go public domain is surprising. So, yeah, yeah, no, those old Mickey cartoons, like, oh God, I, you know, I've seen like tons of them and I would avoid yeah. Disney stuff like the plague. So, well, and what I like with them is just how well they play with the format, like the, they do shit in animation that you could never do in the live action slapsticky kind of stuff. They play with especially with sound like they were just fucking reveling in the fact that they could do synchronized sound gags now mm-hmm, yeah. so like you know they just played with that like crazy i mean not to mention that like you know me being a big fucking disney fan like all of disney would not exist without mickey mouse so i owe a lot of my fandom to that character in particular like we wouldn't have any of the animated features that we got later on without walt disney having the fucking money to make those from the success of the disney shorts the fucking theme parks that we have now none of that shit would fucking exist without mickey mouse so what you're saying is i have to go back in time and kill mickey mouse (laughs) hey you're gonna get your fucking marvel uh land buddy that's true and your star wars land Wow, that's your Star that. Wars land, but like I get my Marvel <laughs> shit. I'm totally yeah. fine with that. Yeah, that's funny. You think about how far, like going back, and this is like a, a meta Disney conversation, but like all of this is because of like a bunch of cartoons. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the only yeah, reason that, that they're, <laughs> yeah, that whole empire is really just because like Walt really liked drawing a weird mouse torturing another man. Yeah. And it's just like <laughs> great, you know, good. And that, that now that's a multi billion dollar like industry into itself it, disney you know what i mean so yeah we're like we they they own star wars and marvel and like <laughs> everything kind of thing now and yeah. it all starts such humble beginnings kind of thing yeah. so well there's and i mean walt disney does have a quote it all started with a mouse and i think that you know there's a lot to be said for that for sure and honestly those shorts the, the, i can still go back to those and have fun with them and just you know they're they're visual com- and, and audio comfort food for me i can just sit there and watch them not all of them. I wish that they would. It's one of the things I wish Disney plus would do is just fucking like 
put shit in like a chronological order in a collection or something like that and say like yeah. here you can just stream one after the other because i think i think it's i think it might be i don't know because fucking other streaming services do it i don't know why they don't have like a fucking autoplay feature from one episode to the next basically or one short to the next or whatever fucking baffles me i just want a shuffle long play feature for simpsons episodes at this point oh yeah you know what I mean, so you just be like, I don't care what year, because I know some people get bitchy about year. I'll watch anything. I don't care. But like here, just just give me a random episode of The Simpsons and just yeah. keep giving me random episodes of The Simpsons while I'm working, and I'm completely fucking fine. Yeah, uh, that would be ideal for me. But yeah, I don't. I, it's one of those things like streaming services don't do that because I've heard the same thing. Like same thing asked about Netflix. Like somebody just give me a, a an office like an office playlist on shuffle and just let it play and I'll watch that forever kind of thing and i'm like all right i guess if you're an office fan and i never watched the american one so i'm like well the office had has uh a good amount of like serialized story to it as well so i don't think you really do that to the same extent but maybe like it's always it's always sunny in philadelphia or something like that where just everything resets to the status quo at the end of every fucking episode like something like like i could yeah 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 (laughs) we just doesn't matter they're trapped in the delta quadrant well ship's perfect <laughs> everything's fine whatever so i'm taking my edibles for later so i see Gotta sleep. yeah yeah but yeah that's my my top five like i said it the, my list would have definitely been different if you guys hadn't done this first but i figured mm. i would take the opportunity to call out some of the older shit which i definitely also enjoyed very much as a kid any honorable mentions you want to make before we uh wrap yeah. this up they're a big list yeah, go nuts. Uh, we got lots of time. <laughs> <laughs> um, some of them were ones that you guys had also mentioned before. Shit like Tiny Toons, Justice League Unlimited for sure, which I know you mentioned. Yeah, that's like that's weird because that one was like we were adults. Like I was in college when that shit was on. So I'm like, do I count that one? Because yeah. like I love Unlimited. Unlimited may be one of my favorite cartoons ever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was definitely Not like exactly in my childhood. No, I was like in my 20s when that show was yeah. on. So <laughs> it's probably like uh, it. that is responsible solely for like me continuing to be a dc fan outside of batman though like that show i haven't been on in the early 2000s because i would have probably completely lost interest in all that shit batman aside during the 2000s like comic because i wasn't reading any of the books i wasn't like interested in like i don't fucking care about green lantern or flash or whatever like (laughs) yay i was exclusively reading marvel and like weird image shit at that point but like justice league unlimited was just i mean it's i mean it, it obviously it is like a continuation of like the same characters from like Batman and Superman, the animated series. And like, it's a, uh, it was just watching the continuity continue basically at that point. Like mm. we were already in and we'd been yeah. in since 1982 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So we're like more of this fuck and all the characters. Great. Yeah. Let's do it. We're going to do dark side and shit. Fuck. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let me watch it. <laughs> Sign me and up. Bruce, Tim and Paul Dean, you're going to write this. So it's going to be good. Fuck. Okay. It's even better. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. So that unlimited thing basically kept me like going as a dc fan until like the current like movies and us doing this podcast and you forcing me to read the fucking comics and shit every once in a while (laughs) like that kind of stuff happened because i'd really fallen out of like all of dc by the mid-2000s like ultimates was happening ultimate spider-man invincible was going on like i was just reading everything elsewhere and dc was just like I, Batman had an earthquake and that was cool, but I don't care about anybody else. So <laughs> whatever. Yeah, it was a dark time for DC. It was, yeah, the early 2000s were a weird time for both companies, but like DC was, I've always felt like Marvel was pulling themselves out in the early 2000s, or was DC was kind of like. DC started pulling themselves out in the mid 2000s. That's when like they got yeah, like, later. Uh, like 
Grant Morrison and Andy Cooper doing Batman and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, I mean, Batman. See, that's the thing though. Batman never went away. Batman was always there. Was always something good, cool happening in Batman. Which it was is all also the other when books, they like got like Kurt Busiek and people like that writing fucking Superman and shit too. So they had Darwin Cook working on Catwoman at that point. So like, yeah, that's that basically like the best shit you're ever gonna get. So well, in the late late two thousands is when you start getting like Jeff Johns doing like shit like uh, uh the Green Lantern, like, Society. So, yeah oh that's right yeah he was doing society in the beginning of that yeah. justice society and i remember because justice society in like the early 2000s was one of those standout dc books like yeah. there's one of the few dc books that like everybody that was talking Teen about Titans and yeah. which was also jeff johns and like the superman stuff but the superman stuff in the early night and early 2000s funny enough some of it was ed brubacher and he fucking did not understand superman uh was not not good <laughs> brubacher is a marvel guy uh he gets like the the feet the feet of clay kind of stuff his well he did gotham central so like he likes grounded like very ground level stuff like if you ever go read his uh trades like the criminal trades and stuff that he did with uh epting i think afterwards it's all very grounded like espionage crime kind of stories i think the weirdest fantasy stuff that i i thought he ever nailed was him and fraction did iron fist at marvel and it's like the best iron fist ever but yeah brubacher brubacher's like catwoman Gotham Central. Oh, right, he did that count. Yeah. What else did Brubacher do? Uh, Captain America. We were just talking about like yeah, super yeah. grounded, created Winter Soldier. Captain America. Like he likes to do very grounded that kind of stuff. So I could see him not fucking getting Superman. Yeah, at all. But either way. Anyways, uh, tangent. Going back to my list. Uh, Muppet Babies. Just because it was more fucking Muppets, and I oh, love the I live hated action Muppet Puppies. Yeah, I didn't like the Muppet Babies. It never worked yeah. for me. <laughs> That was the ultimate like Sunday morning cartoon where like, oh fuck, I hate Sunday mornings. Like all the cartoons suck. Muppet Babies is on. Like, <laughs> That's that true. Kind of, it know was know I mean? yeah, it was one of those ones that I think I probably watched because there wasn't really anything else on, but I do yeah. have good memories of be it. Like Paul and Lee's really wanted to watch it. I'd be like, Can we just put a fucking movie on? Cause like, oh I have to sit here through <laughs> this again. All right. Uh I can't believe that you guys did uh that whole episode without like basically a single fucking Nicktoon popping up. Because Rugrats and Doug are definitely on my like long list as well. See, I'm too old. I, I, I'm completely missed that. Shit. I feel like I missed that. They shit. came out ninety one was Doug, and uh, so we would have been like ten. And Rugrats both came. Yeah, out but they were about babies, and I was a, a, a mature ten year old trying to watch Batman. You know what I mean? Man, so Rugrats was like it's one of those ones that also fucking gets pretty blue. Does it? I, I yeah. never like Rugrats was one of those ones. Like I, I looked at it and I'm like it's a bunch of babies. Like I'm not no like I'm not <laughs> in this at all. Um, Doug, also, I hate Doug. No, what's the one that it, everybody hates? Is it Caillou? Fuck Caillou. Caillou, yeah, fuck Caillou. Yeah. Getting back into the Disney shit. DuckTales, Chippendales, DuckTales, Rescue Rangers. I'll give, like, good games. I'll have excellent yeah. games. They have excellent yeah. NES games, all of them. The DuckTales NES game is fucking classic. The, the DuckTales, DuckTales movie is fucking amazing. I, I haven't seen it in ages. Treasure yeah. of the Lost Lamp or whatever it was. That was one of those ones when Paul did, made us do that Disney Plus deep dive when we first all got Disney Plus. I was dreading him making me watch something like DuckTales or yeah. like <laughs> Rescuers Down Under or some fucking terrible <laughs> shit that I did not want to watch. Yeah, no, that that DuckTales, like basically like a race around the world between yeah. uh, Scrooge McDuck and then some other fucking angry scottish duck yeah i don't <laughs> can't remember the other one's name or whatever who does his voice in the modern cartoon it's uh it's tenant right uh, tenant david tenant i think yeah that's yeah. uh have you watched any of those the the modern duck no, not stuff? Yet. i've heard good things i've heard good things yeah like i've heard good things which is like shocking because <laughs> like whatever i should start like putting some of this shit like just on in the background on disney plus while i'm working instead of like the shit that i'm you know like listen to like a million times but 
Maybe someday. I don't know. I just end up on YouTube like listening to hardware news. <laughs> I don't yeah. know anymore. <laughs> just everybody bitching about graphics cards. <laughs> it's like my heart and soul, you know? Like, yeah, I'm right there with you, boys. Can't get a 3090. What are you going to do? More Disney shit. Uh, the New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. I was really into Smurfs when I was really young. Like, I had Smurf sheets until I, I was like, yeah. Yeah, I think that was one of those things that was like for babies when we were babies. Like, that was yeah. Smurfs was that thing. I remember like right after my sister, Cabbage Patch Kids mm-hmm. was like a thing. My sister had a Cabbage Patch Kids. And then there was Glowworms or something like that. I remember Glowworms. All yeah. these terrible toys for girls that we had growing <laughs> up because we had Transformers and they had like Glowworms and shit. I'm like, who? What? <laughs> who what? wants to? Yeah. Who wants, who to wants a baby that electrocutes you? Yeah. What's a baby with a flashlight? It's so weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bobby's World, I watched a fucking shit ton of. That was a Howie Mandel one. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember. Right. It was a Fox show. I uh, used to play like before or after The Simpsons or something like that. For yeah. Like, like a year. The the Beetlejuice series that came out like right after the fucking movie did. That fucking, yeah. that like, that was another, talk about another one that w- went fucking blue and like dark. I'm actually that, surprised Paul didn't bring that one up because like he is obsessed like with the movie specifically more than anything, but like he loves yeah. Beetlejuice and he made like we watched that show to death. Like it was a cartoon was like it was it had like really good art design like it yeah. had that that Burtony kind of art design to it as well that they were able to trans translate really well into uh, animation almost like all his shit should be animated so that I can <laughs> no I like the Beetlejuice cartoon yeah it was uh, it was pretty good I like the way it kind of continued on they got to go into the afterlife world and like fuck yeah. around all the time and stuff like that was neat. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wish it was like the only thing I would add is just like actually have Winona Ryder in there. But I mean, <laughs> it's a cartoon, so it's OK, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I mentioned the Jetsons. That was another besides the Flintstones, Hanna-Barbera that was really into. And then uh, the last one, no Scooby-Doo. Nah, I did watch some Scooby-Doo, but it's not one that like ever really like fucking grabbed me or resonated with me too much, I guess. I don't know why. Yeah. I know my cousin's like mad into it. It was. It's always one of those ones that I'm like, I like it because it's got like some pop culture kind of you know resonance like he still i still remember like the the animated like batman meets scooby-doo kind of stuff from the 70s where they had adam west come back and like mm-hmm. batman and robin meet scooby-doo and shit like that mm-hmm. so like i yeah i would see more of those kinds of things but like or like when was it like two years ago i think they did an episode of scooby-doo with supernatural and i was like yeah. that was pretty cool so like they, they when they tie it into like more contemporary stuff i'm like yeah i'm on board just because it's scooby-doo and it's a bunch of stoner jokes so <laughs> yeah, there basically. there it is I'm like i'm fine so yeah um my last honorable mention is pink panther i fucking love the pink panther like, See, i never just, i could never get it was into just, those. like really hip fucking cool styling and like the music was always fucking great on it like that like really slinky jazz to mm-hmm. it and i fucking love that too yeah so that's cool oh and there is there is one other that I really wish I could mention because I fucking loved it when I was a kid, but I cannot mention it because the creator turned out to be a huge fucking piece of garbage. What? Okay. Can I cut? Can you tell me so I can cut it out? Cause I'm curious. I mean, you can leave it in, but it's fucking Ren and Stimpy. Oh yeah. That's unfortunate. Fuck Ren you, John K for ruining yeah. that for me. Yeah. I was never like a huge Ren and Stimpy fan, but like, yeah, people watched a lot of that. I was more Beavis and Butthead. I was a Mike yeah. judge guy. I still am a Mike Judge guy, I guess, actually, <laughs> now that I think about it. He does fucking quality shit in live action now. So, yeah, I like Mike Judge a lot. Yeah, Randy Stimpy never did much for me. It was one of those, like, oh, it's just weird for weird's sake. Yeah, well, I mean, I think I, I was into Ren and Stimpy for the same reason that I still watch Tim and Eric today. <laughs> oh. Like, just that. that because like, you have a problem obs- with acid. 
Yeah. <laughs> just that fucking like absurdist, like ridiculous, uh, off the wall kind of non sequitur. I will never understand why, like, all of my good friends end up being the people who love Tim and Eric, whereas like that shit makes me want to punch people in the mouth. Like I hate that <laughs> shit. Like that's that, that kind of humor does nothing for me. And anybody who's like super into it always see it always ends up being like a year into a friendship or whatever, however long we've known each other now. It's been a lot longer than that. But like where they're like all of a sudden like, hey man, do you like Tim and Eric too? And I'm like, oh no, another one. <laughs> Fuck. I hate making new friends in my 30s. Now I gotta kill this person. <laughs> Because it's my duty as an anti-Tim and Eric person to yeah, get rid of them. All, all that sort of like weird shit, like Wonder yeah. Shows in and fucking mm-hmm. Tim and Eric and all. Like I, I yeah, had I a big, right big through line there that probably goes back to Ren Stimpy, but I, yeah. I don't know if I'll ever be able to rewatch that shit without fucking Joss Whedon, baby. Joss yeah, Whedon disease, sad. Yeah. Either way, that's I dope. Mean, fuck what the shit that John K did is way worse than the shit fucking Joss did too. Agreed. Piece of shit. Don't give him any money, whatever you do, motherfuckers. Let's do yeah. this. Let's not do that. All right. That was fun. You like old man cartoons. I <laughs> do like old fucking people cartoons. Yeah. That's cool. Cartoons that are older than I am. Yeah. Fuck considerably older too. So uh let's let's move on to our final segment then for the week. Man, this episode, like after the marathon recording session and like feels like it, we're doing something wrong. I feel like we fucking missed something or like something <laughs> like was supposed to happen and just hasn't, or like whatever. I've forgotten to do like a whole fucking part of the show. And I'm like, no, we're just we, there's only two of us and we're not talking about Superman returns. So <laughs> we can just get through it. Yeah. Uh yeah, so it's uh geek cred time. Me first. Uh, I'm gonna leave all these where I I just talked a bunch, so you fucking go first. Okay, for uh, so I don't know if <laughs> you fucked me up because I wasn't expecting <laughs> to go first. I'm just gonna recommend it's two videos. They're both YouTube videos. One's a line is tech tip videos, and the other's quarter crew. Quarter crew is the VFX guys that show you like VFX artists react or like stuntmen reacts to you know VFX and stunts mm-hmm. and shit like that. Very popular web series, and Linus Tech Tips is probably the most most watched tech youtuber i don't love linus but like he's canadian so like you know represent kind of shit but they did a cool video this week that i found super interesting uh i'll link them in the episode on facebook and twitter since i noticed you posted this week on twitter i did i was so proud of you i wanted Um, well since since steven's on twitter i wanted to put it up there so that he could potentially share it and everything maybe actually get us like two maybe well i mean not that week nobody's gonna listen to a two and a half episode two and a half hour episode for their first one there tim you may have erred in judgment there a little bit either way uh so linus set up a machine for the corridor corridor crew fuck i hate that name it's so hard to say the corridor crew guys to try and see if they could work in the original photoshop so like version one which predates even the first version of my ancient graphic designing ass has ever used. You know what I mean? Like, I think I started somewhere around uh, version three or four. I had layers. Like when I started in Photoshop, (laughs) which if you're familiar with Photoshop is kind of the center of how the workflow operates in that program. Like that's kind of anything with any complexity. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the secret sauce of Photoshop is layers, basically layers and masks and version one lacks layers completely. So like you Oof. can't do layers at all. So Linus's video is cool because it's like him basically fiddling with like very old eighties, like ancient hardware, like old Macs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he basically shows a, a, a Mac two that was my first computer. Like he, nice. yeah. And I was like, I had that Mac two. Like it was the, the, the gray rectangle box, like the yeah. long gray rectangle yeah. box. I fucking, that was my first computer was that Mac two. And then he ended up getting it running on, 
another box that was my second Mac. For so, like somehow he just had the two boxes were the same, probably just because Apple used the same models for everything back then. But yeah. so these two ancient, like, oh, like it was a Quadra 610 or something like that from like 1993. I'm like, I had that fucking computer growing up. So, like, this is really cool. And like, this is not going to work for anybody because, like, that shit's a 25 megahertz processor. <laughs> megahertz. Yeah. Like, my machine's got fucking eight cores all running at 5.2 turbo. Yeah. Gigahertz. That's billions of hertz. <laughs> like, <laughs> so finally, he sends it over to the corridor crew guys, right? Like, he's got the hardware. He got it all working. He got it to talk to a modern network. Like, all this stuff nice. that was just, like, impossible to do. They found RAM for this fucking machine. Like, they found 16 <laughs> megabytes of RAM yeah. to put in this machine. So Photoshop would run and stuff. They found a 200, or no, a 20 megabyte hard drive to put in there yeah. kind of thing. It was nuts, like, seeing this old, because I had all this hardware, and it was, like, the hottest shit you could have in 1987 or 1991 or whatever, right? It's like the Commodore 64 we had. Now it's like a calculator. You know what I mean? Like your yeah. calculator has more fucking balls than this machine. Your phone is probably 50, times, yeah. 50 times minimum more powerful than anything this Mac could ever do. Yeah. Um, so he sends this the this rig over to the corridor crew guys who are like, they're modern VFX artists who are used to working in like modern Photoshop. <laughs> after effects you know cinema 4d or blender or whatever like modern 3d rendering solution they're using and then they get this photoshop one box that runs at 25 megahertz that can Jeez. barely it couldn't even open it was so fucking funny Chugging they tried to open an hd wallpaper like a 920 by or 1920 by 1080 like hd jpeg crash and it just wouldn't fucking do it because it's too, <laughs> not enough memory for that version of photoshop to load a like a JPEG that like now you would have in the background of your phone and not even think about, you know what I mean? Actually, you would look at it and be like, that looks kind of grainy because it's only yeah, 1080. Exactly. It's low res. <laughs> and you have like a 4K display in your hand, basically. So they're just trying to do it. And I'm like, even rendering a gradient took them a minute and you get to watch the little watch icon go. So like, <laughs> it was just this weird nostalgia bomb for me. And it's all tech that I would never want to ever touch ever again. Like, I don't Photoshop one. Why? I'm like Photoshop 28. Like, I don't want Photoshop one. <laughs> but it's neat to see how far we've come from Photoshop that's barely more complex than MS Paint to the like massive enor- like enormous RAM hungry almost infinitely flexible like suite yeah. that it is now coming from like just hum- like the humblest of beginnings like Disney you know what I mean where it's just like this little niche program that's barely more complicated than like MS Paint that you would open in Windows now that you see people like do like there's no not a little editing functionality to MS Paint that you can really do. That's what mm-hmm. Photoshop one was. And they were trying to do like Fiverr jobs and stuff on it, like create album covers. I was just like, oh wow. <laughs> oh wow. So yeah, painful. I'll link those videos because they were just really interesting to watch. Like just the old tech and like these guys who probably were old enough that they would have been like like our age ish and like grown up around that kind of stuff and were going back to it. Like the looks they got from an old Apple II clunky rectangular ball mouse with one button on it. Like they were all baffled by this like single click one button mouse. And like these weird little, (laughs) the weird little uh, wiggly stuff about OS 7.5, which is like ancient. Like this is pre window or I think it predates windows 3.1 system seven. And like you actually had to hold the button. So like, you know, on the, on an Apple, there's always the, file menu at the top that's always yeah, yeah, yeah. there yeah. and you click it and it does like windows and it kind of piles out the the drop down menu well in the in that version you actually have to hold it 
Like you have to click and hold. Oh, to click and drag. to do the, the drop down menu. Yeah. And like every time somebody would start doing like whatever on this machine, right? Like on either of these videos, they'd click and let go and be like, what the fuck? Oh, I got to hold it. What? What? Since when? And I was like, I don't remember those days because they didn't change that till OS 10. Like it was OS X, I think, when that finally got changed. So Damn. I grew up with that shit, but I don't know. Either way, I'll link the videos. It was very interesting to me. This is old graphic design nerd shit, but that's yeah. what I am, I guess, at this point. So there you go. Tim. Mike Eaker for this week is for our listeners to, I'm going to recommend that they join my next music stream, which is yeah, going to be. Yeah, come join us. Yeah, it's going to be uh, next Saturday. Well, next Saturday as we're recording this, probably this Saturday as you are listening to this, uh, yeah. April 24th at 8 o'clock Eastern. Going to be doing a 90s alternative night, which anyone here will know is fucking right up our alley. So. Yeah. Uh, you can go to uh, mixler.com slash fiduch. That's M-I-X-L-R.com slash F-I-D-U-C-H. And join us and join in the chat. And yeah, you can make requests and shit. Uh, and I also shared the event to our Facebook page as well. So you can you know, RSVP to it there. So you get reminders and shit that it's happening. Should be should be fun. Plenty. I will be there with my laptop playing Spider-Man and listening to Tim spin music, probably because <laughs> it'll be Saturday and I will take a big edible first. So <laughs> please do join us. We will have lots of fun. We had lots of fun the last time. Actually, we had a good time yeah. with a, good a bunch of the people that showed up. Yeah, we had a good number. This time I was able to advertise it like a good week and a half in advance as well. So hopefully yep. we'll get uh, some decent turnout this time. Too. I'll just be in there screaming for helmet tracks. Just play helmet <laughs> and Soundgarden for me, Tim. Just do it. Play Soundgarden and helmet. Soundgarden and helmet. I'll have, to, I'll have to get some more helmet. Yeah, greatest hits. I told you to go download the greatest hits last week or two weeks ago when we did that episode. Go do it now. All right, that's cool. So I guess we're done, which feels weird after after last week. Yeah, but we're done, so that's cool. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, this has been episode two hundred forty-seven of Dance Robot Dance. If you haven't already, please subscribe. You can do that from any podcasting app via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. If you have any thoughts about what we talked about this week, I usually have something funny to say about like, what we talked about this week. But if you want to talk about Tim's old man cartoons, <laughs> hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dance Robot Dance Podcast. We're on Twitter at drd underscore podcast. I'm personally on Twitter, m underscore Willette. If you want to just bitch at me about Tim, we can DM. <laughs> uh, or you can email us at dancerobotdancepodcast at gmail.com. I'm Mark. You can follow me on Instagram at mt underscore roulette or buy a print at blackgreengallery.com and commissions are still open. Uh, I've been here with Tim. DM, 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 that's all, folks. There is definitely that. Uh, we will talk to you next week. <laughs>